Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Blues Takeover, featuring the legendary Chicago blues man and blues royalty, Wayne Baker Brooks. This interview is brought to you in partnership with Mike Jeffers and his program Open Mic. Without further ado, let's please welcome Wayne Baker Brooks. Welcome to Open Mic, the show where I talk to musicians about the business, about their careers, and about anything else. It's kind of like a jam session. That's why we call it Open Mic. And today, I am very excited to be talking to the great Wayne Baker Brooks. He is on the main stage, main stage at the Blues Fest Thursday, the kickoff night, June 8th, Prickster Pavilion, 5.30 to 6.20. The Wayne Baker Brooks Band will be up there on stage performing live. I know you've played the Blues Fest with your father, with your brother, with different bands, with all-star casts. But this is the first time you're actually playing and, and playing on your own with your own band, right? Yeah, and I'm proud and honored, man, to be able to play at home yeah. on one of the biggest stages on, in the world. So it, it's, it's an honor, man. You know that's
blues fans in Chicago understand the Chicago blues worldwide yes and this is the largest free blues festival in the world yeah and I don't think you know everybody takes it for granted oh it's yeah. blues fest but this is a big deal for if you weren't living in Chicago and you were flying in for this thing you would you couldn't believe the people that are playing on this festival yeah. because you guys go out of the country and you're like hailed like kings, yeah, right? So yeah, I mean, this yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. And the fact that you're on the main stage and on the kickoff night, yeah. it's gonna be something pretty special. Yeah, man, people come from all over the globe, man, to come to the Blues Fest because they love Chicago blues. The style is so infectious, man, that, that it, you know, we could be playing <clears throat> somewhere where they don't even know English, but they know the, the words to the song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, here we are with the juke joints, Eddie. Hey, man, yeah, all the way from the Netherlands, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. playing the blues in Chicago. Hey, oh, I love this. Juke joints. Yeah. <laughs> all right. How y'all doing, man? Oh, oh, great, great, great. We're doing good. Juke joints. All right. Good to be with you. Yeah. Great to be in Chicago. Yeah. We're Eddie Clearwater. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, this feels Honey good. What an experience. Yeah. All right. Sonny Boy, you want to go to Chicago, man? All right, we're rolling. I love Chicago. We're going to Chicago. Let's roll it.
Chicago, gonna face that old hall. It gets so cold, it can make a snowman talk. But seven days a week, you can get the best blues you wanna hear. Ain't nothing like the summertime on the lake front and the pier. Going to Chicago, man, it's my kind of town. Buddy God radio station and man, if you like the blues, don't move. And I think let's give people a little glimpse into this too, because it wasn't like your father took you to go see this show at Chicago Fest and you guys stood like in the middle of the thing with a bunch of people. You were backstage, I'm sure. Backstage. And you just but it was like nothing. It was normal for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember uh, being at the Chicago Fest and uh, uh, John Primer was sound checking for the Muddy Waters band. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went up to him, you know, because I was little, I was like probably 10, 11 years old or something like that. And I went up to him because he looked like my sister's husband. And I went up to him like, what are you doing with the guitar in your hand? You know, <laughs> I, he literally, they looked like identical twins then. And then he go, because I'm playing here. And then I hit his voice go, whose son is that? <laughs> and I turned around and it's Muddy Waters. And he put his hands on my head and he shook my head. He said, you got a nice head of hair there, young man. <laughs> and all I'm thinking was this man with this big old hand shaking my head. And I look in retrospect like, wow, man, you know, that was the man that changed music. Forever. 
bit about your background. Now, your father, the great Lonnie Brooks, right? And growing up with a father who's like a blues legend, and, and at that point, just a blues legend. I mean, he lived for many, many years after that. You played with him for many years. But talk a little bit about who was coming through the house, 
who were who was hanging out at the house when you were growing up that had to be a huge influence just but it was probably just normal right it was just like yeah. oh yeah people like luther allison um coco taylor um eddie eddie the chief clearwater um you know we would see you know uh buddy guy and junior wells every now and then you know around the neighborhood and um it, it you know those were my dad's friends you know and we had no idea who they were you know he would take me to like you know go see muddy waters with johnny winters you know and, and uh you know at the chicago fest man and you know we, we had no idea like you know who they were and when i look in retrospect it's like man these people are the ones that change music forever man well I'm about to come on In the middle of the ghetto It's about to jump on You ready for a little bit of action? I'm about to get it cracking And I got somebody with me To let them know what's gonna happen Something's going down in the city Something's going down in this town Better get ready for the real nitty gritty This is how the shy gets down Something's going down in the city Something's going down in this town I'm trying to stack that change today First my pocket's hurting so I here to take the pain away Like an aspirin, I've been in the Mandarin I've been in demand again from business I've been handling Been a minute since I pushed it to the limit Since I flew out all my pieces to these beaches like it's Venice And I be pulling hookers like I'm John Lee Calmly play a Mac Mayor like I'm Kwame Something's going down in the city Something's going down in this town
because I mean, you know, meeting meeting sons of legends and then going on and becoming, you know, an incredible musician yourself. But growing up with these guys, uh, Muddy Waters, right, to be one of them, or, or, or the chief, or any of them, you got to know them as people before you even cared about whether or not they could play, which Absolutely. is different than most people. Most people yeah. hear them playing, then maybe yeah. if they get a chance to meet them, then yeah. it's a different story. Yeah. But that, that probably changed your perspective, too. Well, well you know, um, Buddy Guy's first wife, Joanne um, was really good friends with my mom. They were like best friends. And you're right, you know, we would see them as people. But the first time I saw Buddy was like uh, at the uh, the old limelight, I think you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a, uh, a private event for Mayor Harold, Harold Washington. And uh, Buddy was just up there ripping, him and Junior Wells up there ripping, and me and my dad was walking through the hall to get to while they were playing, and my dad was holding my hand, and I'm like 10, 11 years old, and I go, Dad, who is that? And he go, oh, that's Buddy Guy. And I said, man, I like him, man. <laughs> and my dad go, oh, you don't like my stuff? I said, Daddy, I love your stuff, but I like him. <laughs> and... The, you know, and then it connected like, oh, that's, you know, mama's friend's husband, you know. So, yeah, they were people first. Yeah. yeah. Live yeah. from Buddy Guys Legends on 93 XRT. Let's hear another one, Wayne.
exactly how it works. It works just like that. How about that? Wayne Baker Brooks, ladies and gentlemen. All right. We're going to keep the band up on the stage. We're going to invite Little Ed to come back out. So how did you first pick up a guitar? I mean, you're around it all the time, but I mean, sometimes people, kids are around instruments and they're like, that's my dad's. I don't even want to mess with that. Well, he, he did tell us to not mess with his guitars really? yeah. like when we were really young. And, uh, but how I got into uh, guitar, you know, I, I started playing drums first. Ah, okay. So like a lot of the demos that my dad would make at home, he would have me and Ronnie on the demos. I would play the drum patterns on pots and pans with uh, spoons and knives. <laughs> and Ronnie would be keeping the bass line for him on the guitar. So he would tell me to keep that beat, stay right there, you know, and he'd think of words, he'd come up with lyrics, and you know, he had his groove. Yep. And uh, sometimes me and Ronnie would chime in, and he'd go, oh no, and then, and then he'd go, oh, I like that, you know, and, <laughs> and you know, that's how, I, you know, he made it fun for us. He made it to where he used it against us, like, go do your homework first, oh, you know, go yeah, wash yeah. the dishes first. Yeah so we can get back to playing with dad you know yeah. so he made it fun for us and so after high school i started touring with him um 1988 mm -hmm. um and then i became his guitar uh, his uh stage tech his guitar tech and um so by me like drum tech as well but by me messing with his guitar getting the sounds together and everything it felt natural. Ah, yeah. So one day I, I, I told him after a gig, on the way home, I was driving, and I said, Dad, I want to play guitar. He's like, what? He said, what's wrong with the, the drums? And I said, man, you know, it's just something about the guitar. So he's like, all right, wait till we get home. So he gave me his guitar, and he took another guitar, and he was like, well, do this. 
and he bent the note and I bent it just like him. And then he was like, whoa. <laughs> and then he said, all right, we'll do this. And he bent it and then he bent it again, you know, like a three note thing. And I did it exactly the same way he did. And he was like, wow. He's like, all right, we'll do this. And he did a run. And I did it the same exact way. He was like, oh, man, you got this, man. Wow. He said, you got this. And then I became self-taught after that. Yeah. But it killed his dream. His dream was me on drums, <laughs> Ronnie on bass, and we go out as a trio. <laughs> so one day we was playing Detroit, the Detroit Blues Festival, and Albert King was there. And he knew I loved Albert King, man. I loved me some Albert King. And he said, he went up to Albert, he was like, man, yeah, they messing up my dream, man. Ronnie done switched the guitar from bass. Now he's switching from drums to, to guitar. And then he said, talk to him, man, because I know he loves you. So Albert King pulled me. He said, come to my office with his pipe. And it was the tent, you know, at the Blues Fest. And he go, sit down, son. He said, now, your daddy tell me that uh, you want to play guitar. He said, but he wants you to play the drums. He said, how you feel about that? I said, uh, Mr. King, I, you know, I love the guitar. I love the way it feel. I said, I want to play just like you and my dad. He was like, oh, oh, okay. He said, can I say what he said? Sure. <laughs> he said, all right, well, you know, he had his pipe. He go, well, you know, a guitar player come a dime a dozen. So if you're going to play the guitar, play the fuck out that <laughs> man he shouldn't have told me that because <laughs> all right so i was so geeked up after that and i could you know i went back you know to setting up the stage and everything and as i was walking my dad was waiting for him to tell him you know he's like what'd he say what'd he say he was like well lonnie look like you got another guitar player man <laughs> He did his signature laugh, and, and and man, that that stays in my heart, oh, man. man. That stays in my heart every time I play a note of my dad and Albert King and BB, you know who we toured with a lot too sure. as well. You know I used to call him Uncle B, you know, and <laughs> I was his joke master. I would give him like you know, you know new jokes, yeah. you know, and everything, and um, so. That's that's when I switched from from drums to guitar. Yeah. Was like, well, I'm glad you did.
also at the same time, man, I felt like uh, that I can carry on his legacy more with the guitar and songwriting yeah. than I could with drums. No, no disrespect to drummers, because I know drummers can, you know, sing and write as well right. too. But for me, you know, being self-taught, not musically trained, just you know, gathering stuff from around the house, my dad records and tapes and stuff like that, I felt like. You know, I could speak more with the guitar than I can with the drums yeah. and get my emotions out, you know, because, you know, I was a wild child, you know, for a while, man. And and playing the guitar soothed the hell out of my soul. So, you know, that's that's when I went from drums to yeah. guitar, you know, found your voice. You found your yeah. calling. Yeah, really. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Because speaking of that, I thought I was Michael Jordan for a while, man. <laughs> I thought I was Michael Jordan for a while, man. I thought I was good, you know, and, you know, I broke my ankle and I had to stop for a while and, you know, recuperate. Yeah. And then I broke the ankle again. And then to me, that was like God saying, man, this is not for you, man. Pick that guitar up. And that's what I did. I, you know, picked up music again, like, you know, banging on the drums and touring with my dad. Got my books in order. Got... Got high grades in English. That's why I love writing, you know. <laughs> well, so, so talk. Gentlemen, it is that time. Please make some noise and welcome to the stage. All the way from the home of the blues, Chicago, Illinois. How about it, y'all? From Mr. Ronnie Baker Brooks. Oh, 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 oh,
This is Buddy Guy again. You listen to Buddy Guy Radio Station. Don't you move that dial, man, because you're going to hear some blues that you don't hardly hear anywhere else except this Buddy Guy Radio Station. What about forming your own band and what people can expect to hear at the Blues Fest? Because I love how you just set your whole background up and now everybody knows where you came from and how it's ingrained in your system. But you're Different than your dad, obviously. You've yeah. got your own sound, you've got your own tunes, you've got your own vibe and everything happening. I mean, how did you, it's got to be a little bit difficult. Well, maybe not. I don't know. You tell me how you didn't just go down the road and just say, I'm just going to play just like my dad and I'm going to do my dad's tunes. And that's what, I know you still do some, but you have your own stuff too and you have your own sound. Well, I, not to, you know, disrespect or put anything out on anybody, but I remember, uh, my dad, you know, talking to my brother while he was preparing himself to play in my dad's band and mm -hmm. everything. So he would come up on two or three songs a night um, just to prep him, you know. And one night, you know, we got home, he was getting on Ronnie like, hey man, you playing the same thing I'm playing. Don't do that. People are paying to see me. They don't want to see someone else trying to do me while I'm on the stage with you. So right. he said, be yourself. Yeah. He said, do your own thing. 
and that rang with me, man. That stayed with me, and and I was just getting into guitar, so that was the perfect moment for me to to take something, some, a piece of knowledge from my dad, like a gift almost to yeah. like, hey, this is what you got to do to succeed, and I went straight into writing my own stuff from that, like. And coming up with my own, you know, things, my own riffs, and and it annoyed the hell out of them, but <laughs> for a while it did, yeah. and, you know. But um, I'm glad I, I I stuck with it, man. I'm yeah. Glad I, it's I, it's.
difficult for an artist to find their own voice yeah. and to just say this is what I'm going to do, but yeah. you certainly did. So playing on the Blues Fest, June 8th, 5.30 to 6.20. You're, you're on the kickoff night, man, Thursday night. I feel like night. the Grand Mount Marshall, How man. about it? How about it? So, so what can people expect to hear? I know you're dropping new singles all the time yeah. on your website, which yeah. I, should, I should mention, uh, waynebakerbrooks.com. We'll yeah. send everybody over there. We'll link it all up below. Yeah. And you're dropping new singles, which means you're constantly writing and everything. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. are people going to get to hear? Because you've got a short set. I mean, it's yeah, it's a couple short, hours. So it's condensed, man. You know, throughout my set, I like to let people know where I'm from where I'm at and where I'm going musically. Yeah. So I take them on a musical journey and usually it's stuff, you know, like I'm gonna do a few of my dad's songs um, because I, you know, a lot of people come up to me, man, crying after I do my dad's songs because they miss him so much. And for a while I, I didn't include my dad because I wanted to be me. Right. But now I feel like, you know, to carry that legacy on, they got to know where I'm from. Yeah. They got to know where I'm going, and they got to know where I'm, you know, where I'm at and where I'm going. Right. So, uh, I I thought it was essential for me to include my dad, Muddy Waters, um, Elmore James, and yeah. you know, like, and that's my long set. So I don't know how I'm gonna do this, but uh, I let them know where I'm from with my dad and 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 those guys, and then I start on my stuff which is where I'm at now, yeah. and then take them where I'm going, yeah. you know, musically. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a heck of a set. It's going to be a heck of a blues fest. We've got an incredible blues fest. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I cannot wait, man. Well, it's, it's, this is going to be back, kind of like back like normal blues fest, right, yeah. for 2023. Yeah. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Of course, everybody go check out WayneBakerBrooks.com. Wayne, thank you so much for coming in, man. Thank I you, appreciate man. it. Thank you. And thank you all for watching.